All right, hello, hello everyone. Welcome to episode one of Healing Our Homes podcast. I am so freaking excited as all of us ladies are here today. I just cannot wait for you guys to dive into the perspectives and the minds that we all have here and that we're all so excited to share with you. So just to kind of dive straight in, we're going to introduce ourselves and we do have a couple of hosts who are missing today. We love them very dearly, Taylor and Rachel. You will see them in future episodes, if not the very next episode. <laughs> but so yeah, honestly, we're going to talk a little bit about our most used social media and just say a quick hello. So I'm Amanda and my most used social right now definitely has to be my IG or my TikTok. So uh, other than that, you can check out the description below and you'll be able to find everybody's socials that you see later on in the rest of today's podcast or here later on. Oh my gosh, it's freaking audio too. So crazy. Hello everyone. Mallory, what do you want to say? Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Hello, uh, my name's Mallory. Um, my most used social Honestly, I would say Snapchat, but if you're a man, you definitely have to Venmo me to get accepted. So, yeah, um, yeah that's that's about it. Um, I'm going to pass it on to Ashley and let her introduce herself. Hi, welcome. Welcome to our podcast. Um, my name is Ashley. Um, I think my most used social is probably Instagram. But I'm trying to get more active on TikTok, so check it out. <laughs> um, what about you, Madre C? Okay, hi everybody. My name is Felicia, and uh, I live in Ohio. Um, today we are going to be talking about um, how we met and uh, where we're from, and then also uh, the benefits of internet friends, um, which is honestly one of my favorite topics. So um, my most used social is, as we all know, definitely Instagram, or I guess maybe Snapchat too, because I do be snapping the ladies every day. So, <laughs> um, but my Instagram handle, if you guys want to follow me, is the lifts and bakes. That's mainly everything usually happens on my story. Um, but yeah, uh, Amanda, if you want to kind of start us off. Okay, so the first thing I think we should talk about, I know we all mentioned how we were going to talk a bit more, I say all mentioned, but Fee mentioned how we are going to talk a bit more about how we met. I think the best way to start is the freaking Sculpt Squad, or the Sculpt You, yes, a nice little round of applause for, I will tag all of her socials below, Katrina Wright for creating the program, it's a workout program that all of us ladies adore, and we actually met through a Facebook forum associated with the program. So I think the best way to dive into like how we met, I suppose, is when did everyone join the Sculpt You, and how has the Sculpt You influenced you mentally? For those who don't know about the program, just a little tidbit of information, not only has Katrina cultivated an area and a safe space for women of all shapes and sizes to build themselves into the strongest, most healthy, happy versions of themselves, but she has included, it's $9 a month, not sponsored by the way, but if you're watching this Madre K, just saying, uh, <laughs> um, it is $9 a month and it includes meal plans, several varieties of meal plans, a mental health section, as well as daily workouts. So 
you want to check it out. Again, that's the Sculpt You. So let's dive into it. Mal, how has the Sculpt Squad influenced you? When did you join? And what sparked all your motivation and whole nine yards? Um, I want to say I joined the Sculpt You in maybe like mid-2019. And really like I just saw her on Instagram and I saw all the comments of people that were already in the squad and just how supportive everybody was. And that was like the biggest thing that made me like kind of interested at first. Like, obviously I wanted to build a dump truck like Katrina's, but I also wanted the support that Katrina has and that she has provided for the Sculpt You Girls. So that's been the biggest thing is like joining then I found I immediately got into some Snapchat groups with some girls that were on the Sculpt You. And um, the Snapchat groups, like everybody was just so nice, just sending like random tidbits about their day and about the gym. And it was a great, a great resource to have, to have girls that you could just reach out to and say, hey, does my form look okay? Or hey, like, how are you doing? And have people that genuinely care enough to even respond you know some of these girls all of these girls here on the podcast I've actually never met and so having that support system of someone who's never even physically hugged me is like just so warming to my heart (laughs) so um how has it influenced me mentally that's a really good question um honestly having a support system is such a great aspect for my mental health Um, I suffer from borderline personality disorder so that's something that makes it not fun um, to make friends, kind of. Um, I don't really enjoy socializing as far as stuff like that goes, but I love to socialize with these girls, and we have talked about meeting, and we I have plans to meet some of these girls, and it's, like, really exciting for me, and usually I would just be, like, no thanks and kind of anxious about it, but the support that these girls have given me from the very start without even knowing me in person has just been like incredible, so. We love you so much. I feel like we all just clicked so quickly. And I don't know, I feel like I love that a lot about the Sculpt You too, like that the the Facebook group, any post I see with like form or like even not, you know fitness related topics like everyone is just so supportive and I'm so glad that we have this group um I joined the Sculpt U I think it was like summer of 2020 so partway through COVID um I was still working through COVID but I you know I wanted to feel better about myself and the gyms were closed and I saw that Katrina had the home workouts and like Mallory said like so many people just on her whole you know page like her community you could just tell was supportive and you know like spreading love and that's just really what I wanted so I think um the sculpture has changed my mentality almost like about moving my body like I I don't know I mean I guess I went through a period during quarantine where I really did enjoy doing home workouts and stuff but I also did it for the wrong reasons, I feel like. Like now I literally just want to feel strong and, you know, feel confident. And before it was all about how I looked. So I think that's definitely the biggest thing that the sculpture has brought me has just that that mentality change and 
We all love Mama K for that. <laughs> Felicia, how has Sculptu um, impacted you? Wow, okay, so I'll start with um, when I joined, which, um, so it, like Ashley said, it was the summer of uh, like COVID. Um, and I, I believe my job shut down in March. I remember trying to maybe file for unemployment for the first time around like St. Patrick's Day. Um, such a just wild time, obviously. Um, and I remember I was really upset because I had just gotten into the gym and um, for a really long time, I like think like a lot of girls or maybe even guys, I don't know. Um, it's to get into the actual weight room was just kind of weird to me. I felt like I didn't know what I was doing and I had been, I've been following Katrina <laughs> since literally she started the sculpture like right around that time but it took me that long to actually join. So gym shut down and I was like, okay, not only to just feel good physically, but obviously at this point mentally, I feel like a lot of people were just struggling and I wasn't working. I was home all the time, which like, I love my family so much, but you know, having like nowhere to go, nowhere to be like feeling like really essentially, like I felt bad to get out you type of thing. So like, um, and I was like, I've got to figure out a way to stay consistent. So I not only signed up for the sculpture, but I joined, um, or like did the challenge. And I was like, this will be perfect because, you know, the motivation money. Hey, like I said, <laughs> I was <laughs> trying to file for that unemployment and I was having so much trouble with it. But, um, so that was pretty good motivation in itself. Um, and I started with the home workouts, obviously, because the gyms were shut down. Uh, for me personally, homework is, home workouts aren't bad, honestly. Um, I just feel like I have to do it on a time of day where everyone's, you know, like not, I don't know, <laughs> my kids and everybody. I don't know. I like to just kind of put on my music and um, it's my alone time and stuff like that. And going to the gym is just kind of getting out of my house. And again, like I love my house, but like going to the actual gym is almost like a, just a mindset thing for me. Um, so uh I joined then, but I was super excited to actually go and do the gym workouts, of course, once everything opened up. And uh, I don't know. I think that, like Ashley said, the biggest for me has been not only me getting into, like, weightlifting and really, like, falling in love with it, learning that, like, all kinds of things, like, form over everything that we've learned so far just in the weight area. And also, not only that, but, like, how that can compare to, like, everything else in life, like, was just such a huge mental shift for me too. Like, I remember, I just don't care anymore about like the scale. I don't care about like the little things that I used to care about and it makes it fun, which is why I'm able to stay consistent. And that is like the key. And once all of that kind of came together for me, I was just like such a like aha moment. I'm like, man, this is awesome. And um, let's see, what else was I gonna say about the sculpture? Um, oh, just kind of like the support system, I think, like Ashley was saying, having a sense of community and um, because of the Sculptio, I actually made my Instagram account, which is such just like a really neat like community. Like I obviously interact with you ladies, but even before we all kind of got into a group, um, so many other girls who do Sculptio, which is just so, it's so cool, like to meet people who have the same interest as you and 
I think that also helps you stay consistent and just like stay, you know, involved. And for me, honestly, now more than anything, it's just about like for my mental health. And so. I wanted to say, I freaking feel that. <laughs> Mal has her hand raised. I'll let her take the floor. But I just wanted to say like everything you said about the consistency factor, I think that's something that this goal too has helped me with immensely. Like having that plan and not even a plan that's just working out, but like the meal plans and a mental health plan. Like my mind was blown. <laughs> what were you going to say, Mal? Okay, so my mentally ill brain has no perception of time and I am wondering if anyone knows when the sculpt you started because I'm starting to think I actually joined in 2020 and not well, 2020. I love that you asked only because oh Felicia what were you gonna say I was just gonna say I think it's 2018 yeah I didn't but I think it was I think Amanda I feel I like you joined join. around that time that's funny enough, I actually didn't mention this in the beginning. I forgot to tell my own personal sculpture story. So I joined the sculpture right after graduating high school in 2018. And I joined because I was moving away to college. And when I tell you guys, I was so nervous about the gym. I knew I wanted to work out, but I had been a Muay Thai fighter for that those five years in a row. I had I trained Muay Thai and kickboxing, just MMA. And I was getting prepared for a cage fight and I broke my leg getting ready for that cage fight and yeah it was ridiculous <laughs> i love the little surprise reaction about that was me oh, my second soccer game ever i joined the soccer team to get down to my weight class and lo and behold broke my leg so i was just so anxious because i knew i couldn't go back to mma it was way too much of a pivoting sport for my knee um so I'd also had a pretty severe knee, knee, knee injury at the same time. And so I just needed to find a new physical activity to pursue. So I decided to get into the gym and I needed a program because my little anxious self was like, I don't know what any of these big machines do. I just know that they're very heavy sometimes. <laughs> so it was like, I didn't know where to start. And I don't remember how, I don't remember what made it happen, but Katrina's Madre case freaking IG came across my Instagram explore page and ever since then you know she obviously has her program tagged and I joined it right then and there I was like I can afford nine dollars a month I might not have much but I've got nine dollars a month and which I'm privileged to say some people do not have that to spend on a workout program so I'm very grateful to you know be able to do that and I'm just very grateful she created that space that still made it so much affordable, so much more affordable compared to other spaces. But yeah, 2018, I joined just because I needed a plan. So I went to college confident, went into that gym confident. And that's absolutely the only reason why <laughs> Katrina's plan definitely is why I was so excited to get into it. And so not afraid because I was like, even if I look funny now, I'm going to learn how to do them, like do the movements correctly. Yeah. Practice makes perfect. And I have to look it looks worse before it looks better you know what I mean kind of like an injury the bruise gets darker and much more nasty looking than it you know before it gets good looking not that there's good looking bruise but that good looking bruise <laughs> anyways so yeah I just knew that my form was probably gonna look like garbage hot garbage when I was trying to improve it because the tweaks I'll make will either be good or bad but that's how that trial and error process I think Madre K and the sculpt you in general just made me so comfortable with that process and knowing that, you know, I can mess up and I can't be like a goon <laughs> while I'm figuring things out because that's how I learn. That's how we learn. And I just got so comfortable 
in uncomfortability and uncomfortableness. And I think that is such a big thing that I can take away from or say I took away from that program. So I think that's really how this stuff you influenced me mentally too, to be honest. But I think I really want to talk some about, I know we mentioned discussing where everybody's from. So I thought we'd all kind of dig into where we're from and how like, maybe how where you grew up impacted you. I personally, I won't forget to talk this time. I grew up in a tiny town here in Nashville, Tennessee. That's one thing, or not tiny town in Nashville, but I'll say Nashville in general, but it's a tiny town in Tennessee, about 45 minutes outside of Nashville. And one thing I will say about, again, the Skull Few, you will find if you're listening, if you're watching, every single one of us ladies, different states. <laughs> we live in completely different states. We are so many miles away, but oh my gosh, I have never met such incredible women with such similar mentalities and mindsets to mine, such growth-oriented mentalities. So Oh, take it away, ladies. Mal, where are you from and how did how did it impact you? Um, I'm from a really small town in Indiana, um, probably like an hour from Louisville, Kentucky. So pretty southern Indiana. Um, how did it impact me? Um, it impacted me in many ways, honestly. Um, you know, the average income of the town that I'm from is $30,000. So it's very poverty stricken uh, rural area in Indiana. So it's really kind of challenged my mindset. Um, just, I always want better for myself. And, you know, going back to those, going back to the town and seeing it and stuff is kind of heartwarming in a sense. Um, but also like, it's just impacted me to make me know that I deserve better and know that I can get better and that I, I can reach for the stars and that that's not an outrageous idea. Cause I think growing up, like I used to tell people all the time, like my goals and aspirations and everyone just seemed like they were too big. And that instead of taking that and letting that put me down, I took that and said, actually, that's not true. Like, <laughs> I don't think anything is too big. And so I'm going to reach as high as I can and see, see where that gets me. So that's definitely the main thing. Um, I see we have on the notes here. I have, I'm looking at the notes. Um, how did our how did our hometown impact our goals or priorities? Um, so I have been very stubborn to stay in school, no matter what it takes. And I have stayed online the last three years uh, living. <laughs> I went from living in Indianapolis and I moved down to Baton Rouge, Louisiana and lived there for a while. And then I moved back up um, to around Louisville, Kentucky. So that has been like, the biggest thing is like, I have just challenged myself and I've held myself accountable because I know that I can do better. And I know that just because I came from this, this town where everybody has little to no money doesn't mean that that's all I'm ever going to be. So that's the biggest thing. I wanted to hop on really quick just before I know Ashley mentions where she's from. That's a popcorn to you, girl. But <laughs> freaking Mal, you mentioned something that I just have an analogy in my in my head. And you guys, all of you ladies have heard me say this on our private snap group all the time. Mallory, what you just mentioned sparked the, you know, the idea that um, whenever you have two kinds of people, some people, you know, imagine there's, you know, regular people and then there's a tree, right? And it's nighttime. So you look at the sky, there's stars in the sky, and then there's this giant, beautiful tree beside you, right? And one person is looking at the top of that tree and is like, oh my gosh, 
I bet I can get to the top of that tree one day. I just want to, I want to get to the top of that tree. And, you know, it's like, yeah, you can do it. Get to the top of the freaking tree. And then the other person beside them is looking at the stars and they're like, I bet you I could see the stars one day. I bet you if I get to the top of the tree, I'll be a little bit closer, but I bet you I could, I bet you I could go as far as to see the stars. And I guarantee you the per, I won't say I guarantee it, but I just think it's so beautiful. The idea that if somebody gets to the top of the tree, two people can be the exact same space and occupy the exact same goal and have accomplished the same goal, but still one person sees how much farther they can go. Like they can go to the stars and one person still can be satisfied at the tree. And there's nothing wrong with accomplishing that goal and being so satisfied, but there's also nothing wrong. Like you were saying, there's, it's so true and possible for you to freaking see the stars. And I love that you're able to just, as someone who came from a small town as well, to find your own mentality and know, like, no, that's not true. I can be me, but <laughs> so sorry to just like dive in there. Ashley, where are you from, girl? Not that I don't already. I may know. <laughs> and how did it impact you? I am from another small town in Kansas, um, pretty close to Wichita, which is like the big city that mostly everyone knows from Kansas. But um, I grew up in Kansas and I think similar to Mallory, like well, I guess, I don't know, not really similar, but I, my town, I saw every kind of level, like, we were kind of middle class, um, but we also saw, like, in my school, there was just such a difference, I guess, you know what I mean, how um, the way people grew up, like, we saw it all, so I saw a bunch of, you know, kids who grew up pretty wealthy, and um, I feel like, that kind of influenced me growing up in that my mom worked really hard to keep us, you know, where we were and to provide for us. And um, so I think she really just kind of taught me that I need to work for what I have, but I can reach all of my goals. Like it was both, it was two things in one, you know, two, th two things in one, you know what I mean? Like you have to work for your goals, but you can reach them is what she taught me. And so I think that really it's not really related to where I'm from, but where I'm from wasn't super important, honestly, in my life. Like, <laughs> um, my cat is over here and just stared at me, that was, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, it had, I guess it kind of has impacted my priorities in that, um, I did have big dreams and even if I'm not accomplishing, everything in the exact order that I wanted to or as quick as some of the peers that I graduated with you know um I haven't let that set me back and I feel like I'm still working towards my goals um what about you Felicia okay so I was born um on the west side and then um, I moved to the east side uh, once my dad and my uh, mom were no longer together. And then I would go, like, I had uh, weekends with my mom, that type of thing. And then um, I lived in Eastgate for quite a while, uh, which is, like, 45 minutes away from, like, where I live now. And then um, I even stayed there after my dad moved. My dad moved to Harrison, eventually Ohio, which is actually where I live now. And it's just funny to think about sometimes. Um, okay, so when my dad uh, did get a divorce, um, 
my brothers who are technically half brothers but to me they're like my whole heart like I love my brothers so like they're definitely just like my brothers to me and we grew up in the same house so you know obviously that's I don't know but that's just how we've always considered each other we don't ever aside from obviously we don't have the same mom <laughs> but um uh so yeah I lived there for quite a while and then I actually stayed there longer I think than now older me looking back on younger me should have um eventually I felt like there wasn't that was really the only thing left there for me I kind of felt like was my brothers which I loved like you know being like close to them because after I moved I didn't get to see them as much and time goes by so fast and now it's like we're all adults we all have our own lives I'm like I don't want to say I'm busier than them but I feel like I'm busier than them because I'm a mom of two kids so um and neither of them have kids yet but and that's, and that's not to say that if you don't have kids you're not busy obviously but um for me it just kind of makes like it harder to catch up with them um but um definitely Eastgate was a smaller town it's built up a little bit now driving there gives me anxiety now like <laughs> there's a tunnel off the exit and all kinds of weird random stuff that I wasn't expecting last time I was there and I was like oh oh no like this is why I don't come here um, <laughs> but, um and then I think also just like a small town and I know I'm sure that probably all of you ladies can relate to this but um it's like I got older and then like, I did even just moving to Harrison um which I'm not, I won't like take up the time to explain it, but I moved to Harrison and moved back to the East side and then moved back to Harrison. And now I've just like lived here, but um, moving here and just meeting, I guess I would say maybe just different kinds of people and not like entirely different, but I don't know, just far enough away, I guess to feel different, or I guess maybe because I'm not from here. So I don't already know everybody. We don't, they don't know my business. I don't know all of their business. Maybe that's, why um but I'm kind of thankful for it because I feel like it's like that's obviously when I kind of started to open my eyes about a lot of things like obviously I'm gonna be 35 at the end of um March and so my views have changed on so many things and um which is incredible and it's a good thing but um it's just it's just funny and I think like I think about sometimes like what would it have been like and I'm sure everybody can relate to this I try not to dwell on it but it is funny to think about like, what if I would have moved to Harrison? Because, like, when my dad moved the first time, I definitely could have. I would have started high school over here. I met Brandon and Harrison. So, like, if I would have met him sooner, to, I don't know. It's just funny. But, um, yeah, I I enjoy kind of, I would honestly someday like to move a little bit further. But I kind of enjoy not living <laughs> where everybody knows me. And um, especially, I think, since I'm a waitress, <sighs> waiting on people that you know and like I know people here obviously I've met a lot of people since I moved here but it's different than getting to I don't know kind of start over <laughs> I mean I feel that though I literally just raised my hand because I wanted to ask you the, whenever you mentioned being a waitress I heard something and I just have to ask really quickly whenever I was working at the good old Outback Steakhouse, I was told that you always wanted to call your weights or your waiters or waitresses servers and that some people really did not like being called waiters or yeah, waiters or waitresses. Is that true? Like, have you heard, have, do you know anybody who feels that way or is it kind of just like a nitpick thing? Um, for me personally, I, I think I usually refer to myself as a server 
just because instead of having to say like a waiter or waitress I don't know you can just be like I'm server their server or a server that I work with or whatever in whatever kind of context um but I don't know like maybe some people do I guess maybe I don't know if that's like a where you live type of thing maybe even because you know how you know depending on where you live terms are different like pop and like soda pop or like just random stuff like that but yeah I don't know I always just say that I'm a server that's what I, that's what I feel like and maybe that's why <laughs> waitress sounds like they're trying to like <laughs> not that like I'm thankful for my job and I really do enjoy it and I've been doing it for so long and just like chatting with random people and stuff like that but like you are essentially definitely serving some people <laughs> oh my gosh I love that <laughs> thank you for letting me know I literally just it popped into my head and I was always just a hostess so there's not many many other ways you can say that <laughs> it's very upfront you know I did not have the backbone I'll say it right now I probably still don't have the backbone to be a server uh, it would it would break me people can be mean <laughs> So, but before we go on to our next topic, talking about, you know, kind of the benefits of us all being internet friends, which I still can't get over. Like you guys, when I tell you everyone watching or everyone watching, everyone listening, these ladies are some of my best freaking friends. And the two ladies that you're going to meet in future episodes, they all make up my best friend group plus two or three people. And I have never been more grateful for such incredible women my whole entire life. So I hope you just, I hope you guys know how awesome the perspectives you're hearing today are and how valuable and unique they are. Because as the Sculpt Q and as Madre K would say, you are, you being you is your most unique power or something of the sort. You, <laughs> I hope one of you ladies can correct me on that. What is it, Pete? I think she's looking it up. <laughs> okay, I'm not, I'm just, I was okay um nobody is you and that is your superpower I think that's the direct Ooh, yeah <laughs> I think you're right I we right. love mama k um I feel like this is secretly or my um instagram is low-key just like a stan account this podcast is a fan club <laughs> now <laughs> tell us if we're wrong but we are a madre k and megan sheer fan club here megan <gasps> is everybody Melody. Melody, the registered dietitian. You guys, we're just listing off some future people we might want to see here. Not, manifest, not manifesting oh, or anything. But... <laughs> oh, so right. many. I did want, again, I wanted to go ahead and talk about, like, again, what we really see as the benefits of being internet friends. Like, I guess what I was going to say is before that, how do we all think being friends impacts our mentality? And we can talk about friendships in general, but I would love to say specifically how like we all feel that having a group of genuinely like-minded and growth-oriented people as our friends and as our support system has impacted us and has impacted both our mentalities and our goals and priorities. So personally, you ladies have helped me get my SHIT together. I have always been passionate about health and wellness. I've always been excited about the realm of social media, things like podcasts. And I can't help but just to mention how incredible I feel like you guys have helped, or just how incredible I feel like the impact you guys have had on me has truly been in the sense of me being motivated to accomplish my goals. Like you guys are all so excited when I brought the idea, or I guess when we all started bringing up the idea of the podcast, not a single one of us ladies, not a single one was like, 
eh, I might be a little too this or that. Everyone was like, how can I be involved? What can I do? Everyone was so freaking excited. Mel, I see your hand is raised. I wanted to ask you you're gonna ask. Um, okay, so I just wanna say that, first of all, what, like to piggyback off of what you were saying, I genuinely do feel like the like motivation factor is like ginormous for us as friends. Um, and I think that like, you know, seeing, seeing some, someone else in the gym, like getting on our Snapchats and watching videos from the group and seeing one of us in the gym. And then we're like, oh, like we should go do that. So that's something like something very special, I think about our group. And then also like, we know that like, we can send a video of us ugly crying, not making any sense. And there will be somebody there that is watching every single thing that we're saying and ready to respond and ready to give advice. And so I think that's just so impactful. Um, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit I actually got my first internet friend when I was in the seventh grade. So, which seems a little sketchy, but like, it was not sketchy. She was my, it was a girl my age. It wasn't like nothing like that, you know? Um, but it was kind of an accountability thing, you know? Um, I had this anonymous Twitter account, which I was just obsessed with having anonymous accounts whenever I was <laughs> a preteen. But it was actually like, pretty popular like I had a couple thousand followers and like I never showed my face but like I talked about everything my mental health because that was whenever I first really started realizing like my mental health and like realizing that you know first feeling depressed I guess I could say so that was like my outlet the having these internet people you know that I could just get on and I could be completely myself and I had no fear about anything that they were going to say about me. And so I developed a really, a really close friendship with a girl on there that also had a similar account. And we still keep up to this day, she's pregnant, and I still message her every once in a while and say, you know, I hope you're doing well, I'm excited to see what your baby looks like, you know, so, you know, wholesome stuff like that. And I just feel like that has been so impactful. We have kept each other accountable as far as like our mental health, like, we would do mental health check-ins and stuff like that. Even as a 13-year-old, you know, like I I did not know how to process the feeling of depression. Like, and this person on my on my little bitty iPad, like she was she was the only person that I talked to about it. And so it's kind of similar situations with us. Like some things that I talk about with these girls, I don't necessarily feel like I talk about to people in my real life. Um, just because I know that this is such a safe space and I'm just so excited to meet everybody and to have a safe space physically also as well, so. Yes, and I just wanna clarify that we want this to be a safe space for all of our listeners too. Like that's what we want out of this. Like we want you to feel comfortable, you know, listening to us as if you were hanging out with your friends, like, I don't know maybe someday we'll have like uh entries in like stories or you know like things from our listeners like interact with us we want you guys to feel comfortable doing that like we want this to be a safe space for you guys because that's what that's what we need from you know everyone needs a safe space but I also wanted to say um like 
oh gosh, I'm forgetting. Um, Mallory, it was something that you said. Oh, just how like we motivate each other. And I want to clarify, that's like in the gym and out. Like you guys just inspire me in so many ways. Like doing my skincare. If Amanda's on like sending a Snapchat real quick, uh, responding to our videos while she's washing her face. I'm like, oh, I need to go wash my face before bed. Like you guys inspire me in so many ways. And that's just another, you know, that's just a benefit of having you guys on here. Like just, yeah, I love you guys. Oh my gosh. This is so exciting but yes Felicia I see your hand is raised um yeah I was just gonna say that is so true and I think that um just kind of relates to how you're saying you want this to be like a safe space which absolutely um and it's so important because I feel like everybody needs that I feel like it's so relatable to like us this kind of like meeting um essentially kind of out of the sculpt you and how that honestly was such like I think again that's like one of the reasons why I was able to just kind of stick with it and stay consistent is because there was that community and there is that safe space because um you know everything isn't even fit fitness related in um the Facebook group um like Ashley said it is literally just like everyone hyping each other the fuck up essentially which is basically what we do I feel like and um and like Ashley said, also, it's definitely not like it's maybe it kind of started out as like the gym, but it's really just life. Like, I mean, enough so obviously that we got together and decided like what a great idea it would be for us to have a podcast. Like if we are, you know, just it's because I feel like we're all on like the same general um, like wavelength. Like we are really just kind of putting in the work very consistently to try to be the best version of ourselves and I think um it's so important I think that maybe when I was younger and I'm sure you guys listeners everybody like can relate to that maybe maybe not everybody but I had friends growing up but (sighs) friendships when I was younger and friendships my 20s were so much different and um I've come so far in just like setting boundaries with so many things because obviously I've grown a lot, you know, since then. And as a person, it's really fun to like grow with you guys, especially like the whole accountability thing. Like, hey, like, can you know, um, can somebody text me tomorrow and make sure I do this? Or hey, please somebody like give me motivation to go to the gym or you know whatever. And it's like I we also said it's not even about just the gym. It's um, I'm so happy that you guys, um, some of you join the self-care space. I know I've said it like a million times, but like, that's going to be so cool because I know, I feel like now I won't, like, I'll definitely stay consistent. Like this is the most consistent I've been. And I joined a year ago and I do like, I give live events and stuff like that all the time, but like just the actual program and just like journaling and like, we're sending each other videos like everybody drink their water today like you know what I mean it's just like it's so nice it's like this is like almost indeed I'm just like SOS honestly like (laughs) someone bring me water all right but Mallory I know that you have your hand okay so another thing that I wanted to add about having that support system not only is it support like a support system and having someone to hold you accountable in easy situations there are also I feel like these girls and a lot of the girls in the sculpt squad 
Like, they are going to hold you accountable even if it's so hard and they have to tell you, like, hey, you're in the wrong. And so I really enjoy, like, on the Facebook uh, group, like, looking over some of the posts and some of the comments will be, like, actually, like, I think you could have handled this better or I think you could have done this. And so I feel like we have all of these people out here that just encourage us to grow and encourage us to do better. And even in situations where it's hard, it's not the easiest to bring up when when you clearly can see that somebody is doing something wrong and there's there's someone that you care about and you don't wanna hurt their feelings, but that has pushed all of us to kind of think about how to effectively communicate. And so I think that's so beautiful because it's not just, I have these girls that motivate me to work out, like it is so much more than that. And I'm so thankful for that. I, it took me a second to get to the unmute button, but oh my goodness. I love that you just said that because there's something else I want to bring up another topic. But before I mention it, I was quite literally talking about this with a couple of people today I got to speak with. And oh, my paper just got out. I'm so excited. But I was talking with a couple of people about this earlier today. And it's a long, long time ago, I saw a Dr. Phil episode. And Dr. Phil was talking to this woman who was just not listening. Obviously, I'm not even sure about Dr. Phil anymore. I, I don't say anything about that. All I know is I saw this episode and this stood out. He was talking to this woman who like very apparently he was telling her information, but it was like it was coming here and just going straight away. Like it, she was not being, you know, she was not being receptive or actually being open to hearing what he had to say. This do Dr. Phil crossed his arms at back said, is your data window closed? And she was like, what? And he goes, imagine you go up to a ticket booth and you are an information booth, a service booth, customer service booth, and you need some information. If that window's closed, are you gonna get any information? Are you gonna learn anything new? No. Same goes vice versa. If you have, if you, if you have your personal information or data window closed, you are no longer open to receiving new information and changing your perspective. Every single one of us, gosh darn ladies, has that window wide open and we are excited to learn more and to grow more and to become our best selves and to, to literally learn and you don't know what you don't know straight up. You seriously cannot know what you don't know until you've heard it, received it and applied it. So I think that is seriously, it just stands out to me so much when it comes to internet friendships and us specifically, like that's why we're also excited to be here. And I hope everyone listening and everyone watching is able to feel the same way. And if, even if you don't feel that way now, just know it is so, so, so possible for you to take advantage of the opportunity to open your own data window, to be the person who holds yourself accountable and says, you know what? I want to be open to receiving information. And if you're going to listen, if you're going to be here, I hope that you are so excited just as we are to grow into the best version of ourselves as we all learn new information, as we all continue to grow and just seriously change along with the ever-changing world that is changing today. And Madre Fee, I see that your hand is raised. Okay, um, so just, I wanted to just mention it after you before I forget. Um... I myself personally am a very like extroverted introvert. So like, I think that also for me is just like one of the biggest benefits of like you ladies, because 
A, I'm a very busy woman, as I think, honestly, we all are. And, um, you know, your energy is so important. Like the older you get, energy really is like your currency. And it's like, I, it's so hard. You can't just keep pouring your energy out if no, like your friends or your people or whoever, you know, is surrounding you isn't just kind of reciprocating that. It's so draining and like something I definitely had to learn uh, the hard way, <laughs> but um, it's just so important. And so I think that's, it's, that's what you guys are just so great. And it's a very like safe space, a very unconditional um, and having hard conversations and basically like doing that kind of stuff. And it's like, those are really just the only kind of friends that I want at this point, you know, like, cause I just really sat back. I don't even know like when, but just I've lost. And I don't want to say it in a negative way. I think not that I've necessarily lost. I did, I'm sure, you know, gain from it, but a lot of relationships for me, friendships um, wise in the last however many years have just kind of expired. And I think um, sometimes it's hard to remember like that's okay and it's actually necessary, which like doesn't always feel great. And it's okay to be upset about it. It's okay to be sad. I mean, it's, it stinks, but, um, and I think that's why like having you guys honestly has been like so helpful for me. And also Ashley was saying, or not Ashley, I'm so sorry. Amanda was saying um, everybody starts somewhere so and I think that's like important to remember across the board um, things can be so overwhelming and especially like new things even like getting into the weight room and then once I got into the weight room it was kind of like wearing what I wanted and then after that it was kind of like doing exercises that I had no idea what I was doing like am I fucking this up probably you know what I mean that stuff was just kind of tough for me at first but I don't know I just feel like all of us have come so far and it's like so cool to see um because yeah if you guys would have asked me and this is goes for like a lot of like my life and I'm sure like all of you ladies like if you would have asked me however many years ago if some of the things that I'm doing now would be thing like I would have been like I don't know like I'm not <laughs> I'm not so sure about that <laughs> but um I don't know I'm just so dang excited this is just so it's so cool and I can't wait until also we can like um introduce Taylor and Rachel because um yeah it's just I can't I can't wait to have everybody together it's gonna be so fun I have one more thing to mention um the biggest thing for me is how I am so capable of being transparent with each and every one of these girls. And honestly, it has pushed me to just be more transparent in general. Like I, I went from, so I got diagnosed with BPD in, um, I want to say like February of 2020. And um, I didn't really talk about it, you know, like it's been something that I've tried to like break the shame away from because it's not something that I should have shame about but it is something that has been uncomfortable to talk about for a long time and so with these girls like I've started just kind of laying it out there and that's kind of the first like situation where I've just been like listen like this is what I'm dealing with and you know and they were there and they they were like I'm here to support you in whatever way I can and so from that I started just talking about it in Snapchat from with these girls and I've moved on to even bringing more awareness about BPD on my TikTok 
and on my various social medias. So I love that I have been kind of just motivated to just be my authentic self. I would like to dive right in just super quick because Mal, you said that and I have got to say something so fast. You guys, Mallory does not give herself enough credit because there was a point where we were having a conversation in Snapchat. I'm going to hold myself accountable and call myself out. I had mentioned something and she had the backbone and was comfortable enough to be transparent with me, reach out privately and say, hey, I think there is a better way to communicate this. There's a really, there's a way, the way I said something was absolutely, definitely capable of being misconstrued and just inappropriate with the way I worded things. And she was not scared to the one, call me out, but to inform me. She wasn't rude. She wasn't like, I can't believe you said this or this. She knew that my intentions would absolutely not be to harm anyone or just to, you know, offend anyone. And she was so kind and holding me accountable. So Mal, seriously, you just are such an example on helping other people be transparent through your own transparency. So thank you for saying that. And Ashley, what were you going to say? I was basically going to bring up the same thing about how we just hold each other accountable in in so many ways. Like it's it's so important. And I feel like we really don't shy away from holding each other accountable. And it's amazing. Um, And it kind of, I was going to say earlier, it kind of like, some of the things that I learned from you guys, whether that be like, you know, from us giving each other advice or just conversations that we have about what's going on in our individual lives, like that stuff carry over, carries over into my other relationships too. Um, so like I was going to say, one of my biggest goals, I know we're going to get into kind of our 2022 goals, so I guess I'll kind of get there. But one of my biggest goals for 2022 is to focus more on genuine relationships and showing up in my relationships. Um, You know, whether that be when I am, I recently moved away from my hometown and from most of my family. So when I do see my family, it's, it's an important time and I appreciate, and I'm so grateful for the time that we do get together. And so, you know, one way that I can just show up in my relationships is by being present in the moment when I'm with them, by being off my phone or, you know, just really, enjoying that time and you know that's just one example about how I can show up in my relationships but that is one of my biggest goals and I really feel like some of the you know just conversations that I have with you guys really help me in my other relationships and I also love that about you guys what are everyone else's goals for the year that makes me so happy that you started talking about that also I have to say your blanket makes my heart feel so full like the Grinch on Christmas day when it like grew three sizes it's so cute but my now I feel kind of bad because as we do wrap up this episode we're going to talk some more about all of our goals for 2022 and as we talk about this everyone listening everyone watching please not only think on and ponder on but share your goals with us in the comments personally through dms on our podcast pages our socials just check it all out and share it all with us we are so excited to hear about your goals and you're all our friends too at this point you're stuck (laughs) you're stuck with us now so welcome aboard and my goals are not i was not planning on them being as as close but my have to be an english bulldog 
I have a goal by the end of the year to get my boyfriend and I's English bulldog. His name will be Bullseye. It is my dream dog. I have been planning on getting this dog since I was eight years old. And now at a solid, a ripe 20, a probably not ripe enough, but a ripe 21 years old, I am finally at the point where I am ready to save and we are just ready to rock this freaking bulldog's world. He is going to be the most loved. And here is my my makeup bag just to show you guys a little bit more. And right over here, we've got a couple more examples of my passion and my, my preparedness. So that is probably my biggest goal of 2022. And I will go ahead and say mentally, my biggest goal uh, would definitely be to piggyback on what Ashley said, to be present. I do spend quite a bit of time on TikTok and on my social medias, and I think that you ladies help me so often. Funnily enough, even being internet friends, having my friends on my phone and like reaching out to you guys through the internet has made it so much easier for me to realize whenever I'm not present in my, pre like my in front of me life versus whenever I'm really taking time to speak to my friends. It's just such a nice separation and I feel such a difference. I have all of the notifications on my socials turned off, which is even funnier because I talk to you guys every day, even with every single one of my socials notifications off. <laughs> so I watch all of the videos and it's just so, so funny to me. And I'm just so proud of us. And I'm so, so, so excited to see where we're going to be in the next year and to look back on this podcast, listen back on it and see how we've done on these goals. Hopefully I'll be looking back bullseye, but <laughs> so Mal, what are you, what are some of your goals? Okay. So I will be graduating from college in May with a biology degree. So I still don't know what I'm going to do with it. That is the big question that everybody keeps asking me. Like, I know, like, a general genre, I want to work with the environment, I want to help save the world, love Mother Nature, um, but I don't really have anything specific in mind, so that would probably be the biggest thing, is kind of just get more serious about that, um, set some goals for myself as far as, I don't even know what I'm picturing as a future job, you know, I, I'm, I don't dream about working, so... <laughs> So that's just something that's the physical one. And then the mental one I'm going to say would probably be um, kind of just working through my BPD. Um, I am unmedicated. I tried some prescription medicine um, when I first got diagnosed and I just kind of decided that I was just going to raw dog this situation. So, <laughs> so I'm out here journaling. Literally, I journal three journals in the morning, three journals at night. I've just kind of been holding myself accountable in those situations. And um, yeah, that's kind of it. Just figuring out, working through whatever life is thrown at me this year. That's my main goal. <laughs> Where is the hot dog Zoom reaction when you need it? <laughs> and Fee, honestly, if you want to round us off and tell us about some of your goals for this year, I would love to hear it. I'm sure everybody would. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Mallory, that was so funny, but I, I totally feel that. It's like um, really just always this year and every year trying to just be the best version of myself um, as a mom it's just important to me and I realize how important it is to take time to myself so 
Um, and I actually, I have been, I will say really just like more consistent, like this winter I've noticed, um, than I have been in the past. Um, because that's not always just like knowing what you need to do. That is literally just the half of it. It's like actually staying, you know, motivated and consistent and, and holding each other accountable. And that's why, um, I think all of us really do benefit from that is because, um, you know, it's not, it's not easy to be disciplined. It's easy to be, you know, be motivated essentially or, you know, but that comes and goes, it's fleeting. So, um, and it's so funny because I feel like at least two of you said this, but I think my big one was, and I didn't even really start thinking about it until everybody was like, what's your word for 2022? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, Cause I feel like there's so many, I feel like, but um, being more present is definitely huge for me. And it is definitely ironic about starting a podcast and me being in a time where um, I want to make sure that I'm definitely getting that balance. Um, I, like I said, I do spend a decent amount of time on my Instagram um, and then also talking to you ladies, which is wonderful. And I love it. Um, but yeah, just really having that balance and realizing, just kind of listening to myself, like my mind, my body, just taking care of me and you know, um, sometimes I just put my phone on like airplane mode or I put it in the other room or I turn it off. I don't like to turn it off like when everyone's not home because I'm like, oh, my anxiety is instantly like, oh my God, someone's going to try to get a hold of you and your family and you're not going to know. Like, <laughs> So um, those are just like tricks that I've kind of started doing. And um, I am not, God, Brandon's going to hear this eventually, I feel like, and be like, hmm, amen to that. Um, my time management is something I'm really working on. Um, but I think that's just honestly a problem I've always had. I do think I probably do am like undiagnosed with ADD. Um, and sometimes I just have to focus extra hard to kind of, you know, stay on task or, you know, but I think that, like I said, I really have been getting better and, you know, that's all that we can do. So um, I think that I really, I've said it for like the past couple of days too, but I really do think this week I'm going to try to, um, time block my planner I think that's hard for me because a lot of times days don't go as planned so then I'm like oh, then I'm <laughs> gonna have to eat. but I don't know I need to just learn that it's fine obviously my planner already has like a bunch of like needing like white out I guess <laughs> me scratching things out that have already changed it's funny but um yeah and then uh let's see what else I feel like I had here we go um so currently I am not in the gym. Um, I've just been doing kind of like stretching and yoga and things like that at home, like whatever feels good um, movement wise, uh, which is totally fine. But I just honestly love the weight room so much that I can help but be a little bit sad. And it's like, it's February and I'm just like, man, like I could really uh, use some gym endorphins. Um, but I am uh, going to get in to see a specialist and get that all figured out. And I will obviously be fine it's definitely minor because I feel like I can still like work and uh, walk and I mean I don't have time to just you know sit around and like let my knee like get better essentially but um so I'm going to work on that and then also um I don't think I'm I've definitely been warming up more and like cooling down more which I never used to um do the warm-ups and I hope that mama K doesn't hear this <laughs> um but uh, I'm a lot better at it now though. And, um, but I need to start adding in like accessory work and mobility more because 
sometimes my ego is like, yeah, let's see how much you can squat or can you still squat like after like a gym break? But it's like, I really need to focus more on that kind of stuff because um, I was just speaking with um, a few friends, honestly, but one's a personal or a certified personal trainer. And they asked if I was like doing calf raises and things like that, accessory for leg day. And I'm like, I have been warming up, but I haven't been doing any of that. So um, that's going to be a big goal of mine because um, just, I don't know, being more like excited about that kind of stuff because I really should be you know how any work like that's really important and shows in all your other lists like in your form and stuff like that and the form is what I've honestly been working I haven't really been I've been trying to not like throw weight on things or move up too quickly because I really want to make sure that I'm doing things you know the right way because I don't want to have injuries which is why this is kind of ironic but it's fine um, and then also um, we had talked about this obviously before, but um, want for us to be able to like plan something in the semi near future to where we all get together and get to meet because that is just going to be the best. And we obviously, like we said, we don't all live in the same state. We are kind of spread out. Um, but Mallory and I actually are going to meet up next month, and I am so stoked. I wish we could all, but I am. I'm so excited. It's going to be so awesome. So. But it's so funny, Ashley, I think it was you the other day that was talking about like, and I think about it all the time too. And we want to go to Denver because we obviously want to meet Katrina. <laughs> but I can't wait for the day that we can all be up. It's going to be so much fun. I agree. I think it's going to be freaking incredible. And I wanted to ask Mal, your hand was raised for a second. And I wanted to see if there's anything else you wanted to go ahead and share. I might be totally wrong. Um, I might have lost it, honestly. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. I probably should have said something when I saw it. But just a huge, huge heart to Madre Fee, to Ashley, to Mal, to Rachel and Taylor, who aren't here today, and to everyone who is listening, who is watching. This is episode one, and I am so so gosh darn excited to be here with you guys and I'm so excited for all of us to be here and to just honestly have the opportunity to share perspectives and to create a space a safe space for everyone looking to grow into the best versions of themselves so we love all of you I love all of you ladies thank you all so much for being here thank you everyone for watching don't forget to again down below you can check out everyone's most used social I'm pretty sure Mal and Ashley mentioned their TikToks I'm on TikTok as well Madre B is on IG her IG is kick ass let me go ahead and tell you you want some real motivation follow Madre B's IG and just check out all, everybody's socials, follow everybody, say hello, and then give a little follow to the podcast channels and podcast uh, pages as well. And I will see you in the next episode. So goodbye from me. Bye, guys. Good night. Yes, thank you for joining. We love you guys. Bye. <laughs> yes, guys, bye.